Welcome back to another episode of Sorry Mom and Dad with your favorite Asian degenerates. I'm substituting for Abby today because she's sick as shit. So this is Megan and Jacqueline and Abby who's sick. (laughs) I'm also kind of sick too. Sounding very congested. Jacqueline is coming um she's healing from her um bronchitis i'm sitting as far as possible from these two because nobody's trying to get sick megan is actually recording in another room yeah if i could i would honestly she was like can i skype in today so i don't have to be around you sick bitches honestly you guys have shitty immune systems thank you jack for um making me some green tea yeah so we're we're bringing you some real tea today Mm, yes Anyways, so updates on this week. I forgot to tell you guys last week about a very, very interesting thing that happened to me. So I got a background check because I was entering for this like water game show that's supposed to be a lot like Wipeout. Um, it's like a competition, whatever, whatever. Um, but it's like it's hosted by or the creators of The Voice made it. And so I signed this paper to do a background check. I didn't think much about it because it's a background check. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just like criminal stuff, whatever. Yeah. I didn't read it through. I was like, so I think they probably, I think I remember seeing like social media checks somewhere, but uh-huh. I didn't know how intense it was going to be. You're like, eh, it's okay. They'll just stalk my Instagram. Right. Yeah. Until, and I was like, my Instagram's fine. Yeah. But until like they sent me, like a, like a couple weeks later, they sent me an email. I hadn't checked it at first because it just said like, check her background check. And I was like, oh, whatever. Then later I went back and I realized there was a PDF attached. And I was like, oh, I'm going to open it. Guys, it was 37 pages of every Holy. bad, controversial thing I have ever tweeted, posted, blogged about in my entire career on social media. They were, they ripped me apart, bro. Like, you know, like, have you ever gotten called into the principal's office and because they like read a note that you wrote or something and they're like, call your parents into the office and read it to them? Like, that's what it felt like. <laughs> I felt more exposed than I ever have in my life. Oh my. It was actually very funny because Megan like uh, forwarded me the email <laughs> of the PDF. All 37 pages I read and I was at work fucking dying. They transcribed uh, our podcast. Yes, no, no, no. It's, you guys, it's not, they don't, they didn't just like, you know, keyword search some mm-hmm. things. There was a person that went through everything my entire life and like transcribed our podcast. Like there was a like in quotations, it was like I love big dicks, like something like that. I don't know some shit I've said in the past, but it's like when you when you write it in like without the context, yeah. it's a, it says Chow stated. Let me just say I that big dicks. we have a new number one fan, and it's the FBI man. Oh, I'm so sure he had a blast. The FBI man for listening to our podcast. Yeah, thank you. I think yeah, he's enjoying this right him. now. No. Um, but there was a lot of so basically, <laughs> I thought that that was like whatever because I'm like, okay, my podcast is a sex positive podcast. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But then they went through my Twitter, and Twitter I've had since like 2012 or 20 like some back then and you know i come from a state where it was once okay to say the n-word and so i didn't ever say it in like a derogatory way yeah. but it was kind mm-hmm. of just like a sprinkle in my senses yeah, you know what I'm yeah, yeah and i think all of us at some point like did that until we realized because we didn't know right from yeah wrong. we didn't yeah because nobody said it was wrong back then and we all hung out with mm-hmm. asians so like you didn't have someone to be like hey that offends yeah. me 
until we did. And then we're like, oh, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to stop. So they pulled out every tweet that had that word in it. um, And every tweet that had the R word, (laughs) which is also not good. (laughs) I can't say that anymore. FBI man. But like one of them was like, (laughs) I think I might be a little R. (laughs) That's what I said about myself. Like that was like, and then like some of them was like, I look chinky today. And I was like, I can say that. <laughs> They're like, no, we can't. But they went through every single thing and it was categorized by like which mm. social media thing. And they go all the way to like, and then Facebook was all like political. Like it was like, fuck Donald Trump, which mm. I stand by. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, fuck, fuck that man. I, yeah. Yes. Fuck Mr. And then Cheeto. fuck Mr. Cheeto, man, whatever. <laughs> and then like, there was one video that was like white people dancing in there and i just put lol white people dot 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 and they put that in there everything that like every single thing on social media that megan um had posted about making fun of white people (laughs) (laughs) they're like this is questionable content yeah and then uh oh yeah it was funny as fuck because one of my first tweets ever was like drunk as fuck hashtag spring break hashtag crazy hashtag highlight and then under it he wrote chow was 18 at the time <laughs> no you wrote this one tweet where it's like blunts on the road <laughs> Blunt, like, blunts on the road high life <laughs> hashtag oh my god oh my god it was so embarrassing it's like like having it's, honestly i didn't remember tweeting all that mm-hmm. stuff and then like i saw it and i was like oh my god i'm disgusting and what a very humbling experience I, no seriously very humbling and i went back and deleted everyone first had twitter like that was the way to use it like non-stop yeah yeah and it was like the stupidest shit and then um and they even went through oh my god they found my tumblr bro (laughs) (laughs) and if you have used tumblr you already know that this is a problem so basically they posted my reblogs and it was literally just ass and drugs and drugs on ass like tumblr porn it was like coke on an ass it was like a line of coke on an ass and i had reblogged that i don't get why like it's such a big deal if you reblogged it i know but i don't think they understand that what a reblog is maybe i don't know maybe the person doesn't use it they probably thought you posted it or maybe they're like she's interested in this kind of stuff like you should know this and then like but the thing is i still use tumblr as like almost like a journal Mm -hmm. diary so it has like some of my very very yeah. private information on there like things that i don't tell people because uh-huh. i like people stopped using tumblr for yeah. so long now that i didn't really think much about it and then they pulled that up and i was like oh my god i feel so exposed <laughs> right now so that happened and, and then when they, they sent it to you did they tell you like hey you should delete this well stuff. no they didn't say that so they didn't say anything so i was like well i'm probably not gonna be on the show like let's, let's be real but then like a couple weeks later i get an email that says like hey just still waiting on response from the network uh send uh-huh. us pictures of like your outfit that you're gonna wear on the show mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah because so, i'm pretty so sure good. compared to other people like yeah, your maybe. case was not even that bad probably. i feel like it was so bad <laughs> <laughs> like i'm like if i was to ever like some would become famous i know i would have gotten chewed out so bad for this like because i've seen people get chewed out for mm-hmm. worse things yeah for old or tweets. For, for not as bad yeah for yeah. old tweets all the time like Mm-hmm. Just At least now, you know, you can go back and search it. Oh, I totally and delete I deleted I used that document as a reference page to delete everything that I didn't want on there. <laughs> oh my and God. so, um, 
yeah, you guys, uh, if this is a reminder for you guys to just go into your social media mm-hmm. clean and up. clear it up, clean it up. Yeah, all it's, the old stuff. I have like 26,000 tweets, dude. Holy. Yeah, so like it's, I can't, I'm not, I don't have like a oh, week of my have, life to dedicate to you this. You had the same account since, forever, yeah. like since the beginning, right? Yeah. I think I ma- ended up making a new one. Yeah, That's I made why. a new one when I started college. It's just too late now. Like, I yeah. <laughs> your whole life is on there like i feel like you know you gotta start all over whatever but that um basically i totally i i I posted screenshots of this thing on my twitter because abby was like do it do it do it so i did it for like the shits and giggles and i was like i'm gonna delete this because there's no point in me deleting these tweets if i'm gonna post pictures of them (laughs) but it ended up getting like 250 likes and like a bunch of retweets because people love to entertaining people love to laugh at my pain so um but yeah other than that like (laughs) my update is i haven't had any dick or alcohol for like over a month now guys wow wow i'm so proud round of applause who are we now (laughs) honestly i feel so wholesome nobody's been leaving their girls at my place it's amazing um Well, also, I've just been really busy with work, and then me and Abby are officially moved into our apartment this week. I'm so excited to fucking move out of my current apartment. Tuesday, October 1st is our official first day there. We have a, it's a brand new apartment. Mm -hmm. It's going to be where our new studio is. (laughs) I literally see Abby's location. She named her old place as, I hate this place. (laughs) (laughs) My apartment is called, I fucking hate this place. Honestly, I think we're both moving on to, we got really lucky with this apartment um it's brand new they just built it it's a really 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 good price for what we're getting and they have a rooftop patio so and we have a month of no rent to pay yeah all we did is a security deposit which Mm -hmm. is tight as hell hell yeah yep and i got a parking spot and we got laundry machine what's up if you live in la you know that laundry machines are a luxury and you know what guys if you don't know i've been living without a door in a room for the past 10 months and i only have a half wall so basically i've been living in like a lofted room for 10 months so i've had no fucking privacy i can hear everything and i can smell everything and it fucking sucks you know waking up every morning to a fucking blender Oh, More yeah. Her, they're, oh, like, the yeah, fit life. Like, You're, like, basically connected to her the Her roommates kitchen. are psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my roommates are kind of fucking crazy, and I just can't wait to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I'm happy to provide this. Abby now not only has one door, she has two doors. I have Ooh. a balcony, guys, in my new... She new has room. a balcony. <sighs> complete yeah. upgrade. I know. She's fucking upgraded. Bye, are all upgrades. Hello, Megan. <laughs> I'm moving out the hood, guys. No more helicopters searching for... <laughs> robbers at night anymore maybe <laughs> i mean we're on the borderline of inglewood but i mean it's not that bad no trust me it's not as bad as where i live <laughs> but i made it almost two years where i live so it's fine but yeah once that happens me and abby will be like you know it's gonna be the new spot we'll guys. be we, we be live in the, um and we have a hot ass neighbor <laughs> oh we do have a hot neighbor yo oh yeah Jack. wait you should how see hot uh, no 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 like me Pretty and hot. abby think he's cute and you we have oh, different that's, tastes that's yeah. so he's yeah. like boy next door kind of cute yeah. like hot like okay. 
We were st- we got locked out of our apartment because mm-hmm. uh, the stupid leasing agent gave us the wrong keys, and so we couldn't get into the apartment. And it was already like nine o'clock at night or something. Mm-hmm. And then I heard someone coming down, and then he had a package outside of his door. So we like looked at the name, and we were like trying to look at who it is. Why wouldn't you like there, his door is literally like two inches from ours? Like oh, it's okay. like the corner and oh, one corner oh, is okay. his and one is ours. So um, so basically like he comes around and we look, and both of us are like, and we like kind of talk to him because he I guess he mm-hmm. it looked like we were in front of his door oh, okay. and so we were like oh hey like we're your neighbor we're sitting on like the rug that we dragged up there and then we kind of told him the story and he was like oh if you guys need help with that i can totally carry that in he goes in his apartment and both like me and abby are walking away we looked at each other we were, we're like, like holy <laughs> fuck hot <laughs> yeah no he void. he's on point but um is he tall he, he was pretty tall he's like mm-hmm. five i would say like TV. five ten five eleven yeah. somewhere around there mm-hmm. yeah okay. Neither of us weren't wearing heels, so. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, like, for our apartment, we've been aggressively, like, buying furniture, and I looked at Marketplace and Craigslist and all those, like, let-go-offer-up apps every single day, every Mm -hmm. second of the day, looking for furniture because we can't afford $1,000 couches, (laughs) brand new. Um, But, yeah, then I got stitches for the first time ever because I cut my finger on broken glass. How did you cut it? I was washing dishes, and um, we had, yeah, like, one of the cups just, like, spontaneously broke while I was washing it, and so it cut to the bone, guys, to the bone. Megan and I have matching scars. Yeah, she has it on her left hand, I I have have it on on my my right hand, because it happens to be in college. Oh my god, you guys are the same So we now have tattoos and scars on opposing arms. (laughs) But different tastes in guys. Different tastes in guys. Not our neighbor, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing Megan and I have in common. Wait, have you guys ever thought another guy was cute? To, like both of you? I really don't think so. We no. have completely different tastes yeah. in men. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, completely. Yeah. But, um, and then I also gave in and finally bought a Novo 2 with Abby because my Soren died, died. So we just you copy are the same other. person. Yeah, we, I don't know. <sighs> We're going to get tired of each other. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing we have doors. I know. Oh, shut my lock. You should shut no my Shut up. up. You're going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're gonna hear a knock. The door's never gonna be closed. Eleven. What are you doing? (laughs) Text me from the other room. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, Oh, I don't know if we told everyone, but like me and Abby are literally living together and working together. So (laughs) there's not gonna be a single like hour of the day where we don't see each other. I'm gonna like avoid. Um, I start next Thursday, I think. Yeah, you start October 10th. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but till then, we're going to be living together already. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are going to be attached at the hip. (laughs) That's basically what it is. Uh, we need i need space we can't talk to each other when we get home (laughs) please do not talk to me (laughs) anyways Um, what about you jack that's my long ass update um honestly like i'm kind of like abby now where i'm just boring as fuck (laughs) i'm boring as fuck jack i get it we're we're both boring (laughs) i think we're all kind of like a bo- like yeah we're all through with that whole yeah, phase a little down. bit i mean yeah. the season is cooling down Wait, mm-hmm. what happened to six five dude didn't I? oh no he's still here oh. um he texted me um 
I think last week, and then he wanted to hook up or something. And I was like, yo, I'm fucking sick, dude. You the want me to, like, cough on your dick? Like, Cough on yes. your dick? The your dick's gonna get bronchitis. Yeah, like, it, you're, like, getting, like, saliva, but it's actually just flooding. Ew. <laughs> uh, at least, hey, that's very slippery. Oh, when you have a sore throat, you know, it could numb your throat. You could suck the Oh, dick yeah, there we go. See, I, sh- I should have went then, but, um... I texted him and I was like, oh, can I like hit you up like on the weekend or something? And he was like, I'm going back to New York. So uh, I wait, missed my okay. fucking chance again, guys. Why is he going back and forth so much? I don't know. I think when he has like issues with his job, he goes back pretty often. So I think that's what's happening. Gotcha. But yeah, that's about it. Haven't had sex in like, I cannot even fucking remember. It, there Yo, is our like, vaginas are drying up yeah, over there's here. Cobwebs down there. There's <laughs> shit. It's dusty. <laughs> oh no, I can't relate, guys. This yeah. side of the table is cobwebbing. <laughs> but yeah, um, we did go to the Arena Fifty One party yes, at we did. Uh, Arena, of we course. Did. Um, it was pretty not. interesting. Um, we didn't go super hard or anything. We just ended up getting a table, drinking, and all that. And it was like my guy friends like his group of guy friends so i didn't really know any of them well mm-hmm. i knew some of them but not the majority and then they used my place to pre-game and post-game so we Pretty came back usual. here and we're post-gaming and then um my guy friend it's like my guy friend and like two other guys and then one other girl and then my guy friend's like okay i'm leaving now this is like 1 a.m already and then i'm like okay and then he leaves with the girl and he leaves me with two random guys at my place and then as he's leaving i literally walk out into the hallway and i'm like yo what am i supposed to do with these guys like tell them to go home i don't know who they are and he's like oh just text them i'll text them it's fine and then i come back and they're just sitting here trying to drink more and i'm just like go fucking home i don't even know your names and then i just try to be nice talked a little bit and then like 30 minutes later i'm just like okay i can't do this anymore i'm guys i'm really tired um yeah can you guys like leave now and they're like oh okay okay and then they finally left but i was just like what the fuck i got stuck Jack here stuck they here. thought they were gonna Randoms. eiffel tower tonight yeah. <laughs> i was like this is not a hotel dude go home say no airbnb i know only we're allowed to sleep here yeah so that's basically all that happened to me um i've been pretty busy just doing a bunch of like random video projects and stuff like nice. that streaming as usual and that's about it what about you abby well um this marks um over two weeks of my vagina bleeding i don't know why it's been bleeding for so long i just got into a new fucking pill so i've been like i guess bleeding from the changes of that no i had that before when i started a new one i was bleeding like no i just want to know why they haven't come out with birth control for men yet i know know. my pussy's been fucking bleeding for so fucking long i'm so tired of it she's been bleeding for two weeks i had to change my id which was the worst Mm -hmm. pain i've ever experienced in my life (laughs) in my life guys fucking crazy But but like uh so you know how sorry i'm fucking sick of shit like I'm congested. Sorry. <laughs> I sound like death right now, but uh, I'm sniffling too. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going through it. Um, so the guy that I've been exclusive um, with for a while, um, 
Jack and Megan have finally helped me come to my senses, knowing that I need to end things with this guy. You guys, don't keep guys around just because you're fucking lonely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not lonely. That's well, I meant thing. like, I know that I think it's like you like having him there. Because I like the it's comfort. Like, yeah, the comfort. Yeah. Like, you know that yeah. if you were bored one night, you could definitely text him and be yeah. like, what are you doing? I'm coming over. No, even whenever I am bored and I want like him, he's not even open to it. Sometimes I'm like, okay, See, well, then there's no exactly. point. Exactly. So what's the point? See? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's no point. <laughs> and I just feel like he just has like a lot of emotional baggage that I really can't deal with right yeah, now. You don't need a play therapist and nobody. Yeah. It's like I pay for my therapist, dude. Yeah, I tell him you should Venmo charge him five hundred dollars <laughs> for all the sessions you've given him. That's a discount, my dude. Be like, I don't accept your insurance. <laughs> so um he's also been like kind of controlling over my life, which I Megan know. pointed out a lot to me. And, like, I realized that he had been really fucking controlling. Because it's, like, who's going to ask someone to be exclusive after, like, two weeks of talking? I think that's kind of <laughs> bullshit. I think it's funny that you're saying this now when we've been saying yeah. this for the last, like, month and a half. Yeah, it's, like, I keep... I had been telling Jack and Megan and, like, all my friends, I'm like, yeah, I think I should end things with this guy to make it easier. But then I get fucking wrote back in because I have sex with him. Fuck. Like, last week I was supposed to end things and then we ended up fucking while i'm bleeding you know yeah because abby's like <laughs> abby's like he like it you know we've we're close enough like i have to do it in person i'm like you're not dating you don't owe this guy anything yeah. and he's a dick so just text him or call him and be like yo bye well he's like That's i it. think he's very nice like yeah. but the thing is insecure we just are not yeah. compatible and he's so insecure yeah he's too insecure for me and i i can't handle that yeah. i need someone who's confident wow if he's and listening to this he's getting ripped to shreds <laughs> he's well, like crying <laughs> he's like crying right now well here's the thing it's like we've always said this before mm-hmm. like if you're an insecure person i think you should always like, you need to work on yourself before bringing someone else exactly. to that before and being in a relationship because you're like, gonna project your feelings onto someone yeah, else like and yeah. you're gonna make them feel like they're not enough yes. or, or something like that yes yeah. yes so it's that's that's the whole thing you know like if you're feeling like you're missing some part like getting into a relationship or a situationship with someone isn't mm-hmm. going to fill that hole you're just mm-hmm. gonna make a hole in someone else mm-hmm. yeah so because i feel like i am mentally and emotionally ready to be in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone i'm fine with mm-hmm. that but i don't think that he is so i just need him to fucking work on himself before he could be serious with like any girl in general right yeah. because he is not in the right state to be in a relationship mm-hmm. at all and i think we often meet guys like that yeah you know, like, I think all of us at this table have yeah. recently <laughs> talked to the guys who, like, are just not ready. They're, like, physically ready. They're, like, want to take us on dates, want to, mm-hmm. you know, have yeah. sex, want to do all that. But when yeah. it comes down to, like, the nitty-gritty, like, mm-hmm. serious commitments, mm-hmm. they're not down. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they yep. need to be in emotional comfort. They need to be supportive, which we find a very much lack in that mm-hmm. area, yeah. you know? So move on um oh me and jack went to 143 yeah on thursday um it was pretty fun this time it was it was pretty fun this time i had a good time 
Because I think, I guess this time we just drank, a, did we drink more? We drank more. And I mean, Jack- you guys also went with a better group. Oh, yeah, we did, time, yeah. Yeah, it was more people and all of us were dancing. So it was more I think like. The, the key of 143 is you, you have to go with a good group. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just too it's Special shout out to Jacqueline for buying all of us drinks with her OnlyFans money. Oh, Jacqueline has an OnlyFans oh, yeah, account. I forgot about that. Yeah, so I guess it started on OnlyFans again, <laughs> you know, but um, you can subscribe if you want. <laughs> Are there news, Jack? $25 a month. I think I'm like slowly maybe, it'll be like partially nude, but then it's mostly like thirst traps and like laundry and like bikinis. We support. See, me and Megan get that view for free, so. Yeah. (laughs) Show me your titty right now. (laughs) For free. She's actually out right now. They're actually out. She's just chilling. We're all naked in the club right now. (laughs) And then they see the clips on the (laughs) screen. Fucking liars. We're all naked sitting around the table. This is what we do. All in Sorry, Bob and Dad. (laughs) But um, I will admit that I decided to go on a date last night. Mm -hmm. Which I've been pushing her to do. Yes. And I feel no regret or anything like that. I had a really, really good time with this guy that slid into my DMs. Mm. And he offered to take me out for drinks. He was a really good guy. Um... We literally, literally made just out all found night. you on Instagram. Well, the thing is, is that he DM'd me on Instagram saying that he had saw me on Tinder. Oh, okay. But gotcha. I haven't opened my Tinder in like a month. Yeah. So I was like, okay, algorithm is really weird, I guess. So, um, I decided to take him up on the offer. I was like, uh-huh. he's cute. So we planned to go out last night. You know, it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was thinking about it today. What did you guys do? Oh, so we went to my typical date spot that I've taken almost every Wolf guy to in the past. If anybody works for Wolf and Crane or has friends in Wolf and Crane, come on. We need a sponsor. Guys, Wolf and Crane in Little Tokyo is my bar spot for every date I've ever taken They've a guy. seen her with like 20 guys. <laughs> taken like 20 guys. The bartender, I don't think he works there anymore, but he knew me at oh. some point and would give me free shots. Yeah. I wonder if he knew, like, oh, this girl brings a different guy every time. <laughs> He's probably in his head, like, let me hop on the other side of this bar and be, the, be another date. Oh, was this the one that gave you food when you were crying? That was a different bar. Oh, okay. That one, your breakup one. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, we had a really good time last night. We clicked. Like, he made me laugh nonstop. Um, we were very similar, you know, we mm. both uh, vaped. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> bonded when over vaping. Bonded over vaping. Like, oh, what's your favorite flavor? Lychee? Oh my god, mine too. Well, his name is the same name as your ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah, his name is the same name as my ex-boyfriend, but I did not bring that up. Oh, he, he texted Don't. me this morning telling me that I drunkenly told him about my vibrator that's seven inches. And I was like, when the fuck did I say that? Abby, what's wrong with I don't know where that came from. Well, Abby, after her date, like, FaceTimed me while I was on FaceTime with my man. Oh, yeah. And so, like, she constantly calls me while I'm either talking to him or on a date with him and Uh then makes him the third wheel. (laughs) And I was just telling Megan, oh, I think this guy's really awesome. Like, I had a really great time tonight. Megan's like, it's the first date. Tell him, him, talk to me after the Yeah, because... multiple times she's always like after a first date she's always like that was great so great like this guy's awesome and i'm just like okay i've heard this before let's just like keep going let's go but all three of us are having like a triple date for the first time next weekend so So. megan's bringing her dude that she's been going on dates with i'm bringing the guy that i went on a date with last night 
Jacqueline? I still have not asked my guy in, but I will ask. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but other than our long updates, we are continuing our conversation from last week, mm-hmm. which ended up being a lot longer than we thought. So growing up Asian, mm-hmm. that is a huge thing for us because it's like very significant. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I'm going to therapy right now and it, my therapy is like psychoanalysis. So it talks about childhood like they're basically breaking down like why are you the way you are due to like stuff in the past so i have been reflecting a lot about that (laughs) i cried at therapy (laughs) bitch i cried like 80 percent of my sessions out there yeah but like i don't cry (laughs) i really do too unless someone like really fucks me up yeah it was weird because i was like talking and then tears started coming and i was like what are these things stop But I mean, like we said last week, like, I think there is a lot of trauma that gets Mm -hmm. swept under the rug because it's like, like, I've been told by my parents, like, why are you crying? Like, you know, like, you don't have a right to cry about it because you have it better than like we did growing up. Yeah, my parents do that too. They kind of like, it's kind of, especially when you're, you know, you're like, your parents are immigrants. Mm -hmm. They had have, they've have had such a rough time. Like, getting here, raising you guys in a totally foreign country that you don't mm-hmm. feel the right to feel bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're like, oh, I have everything. It's like, I have a good life. Mm-hmm. Why am I sad? So you spend, like, your entire life thinking you're wrong for having mental problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But um, a continuation, I guess, just, like, growing up, I mean, in high school, I think, like, all of us kind of experimented with drugs. Yes. <laughs> a little bit you know a little bit it could start it off light um what 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 would you say your your drug story would be in high school like when you were living with your family at least well i started smoking weed at i think 14 or 15 one of my good friends she came over went to my room and she was like we're gonna smoke weed together for the first time and so on my old laptop we went on photo booths and i took a video of me smoking (laughs) weed for the first time with my friend do you still have this video it's on my old laptop back in like houston i need to look this up you know i could find it and send it to y'all but it's fucking funny um it was like it was swag weed yeah. how did you guys even get weed i don't do you know. like do you like people honestly did you get high the first time you smoked no yeah I, it's it's a thing yeah. you don't get high the first time mm. you smoke right but it was like i'm pretty sure we smoked grass bro i really think it was just dirt i'm gonna be <laughs> honest dirt. It was oregano. Yeah, honestly, like, but at that time, if you are a dealer and you, like, or even if you're not a dealer and you see these, like, high school girls mm-hmm. trying to smoke weed for the first time, you're like, here's some oregano, go smoke that shit. <laughs> it was so fucking funny about that. Yeah, is, is weed even um, really popular in Texas? It is. Yeah. 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 It's still illegal right now, right? It's still illegal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they, like, made it down to, like, a misdemeanor now or some shit. And yeah. CBD is legalized, so they have CBD stores popping up, yeah, which are soon going to be replaced by yeah jumps mm-hmm. and then um my first time like actually getting high i was at this party with like um the swim team from school there was this guy there who i thought was so cute and um so i smoked weed out of a hookah and a bong and i was so fucking high and the guy that i wanted to get with that night he also got really high and so i went to go use the restroom and i opened the door and the guy that i liked was passed out on the toilet taking a shit 
Ew. Ew. There's like <laughs> poop like hanging out. Ew. How do you know that? He was bent over all the way f- forward and oh, there was like just his, shit. Like his face well, was like to the floor. Yes. Oh my yes. God. Uh, yes. That, that, that dis- probably Ew, and it was like was hanging very... half out. Still. That's basically that something that's disgusting. <laughs> and I was like, "This is trash." You know, like, he literally had fuck. like a poop tail. <laughs> Ew, dude! <laughs> yeah. Please tell me you never wanted to talk to him again after. That. I never did. Ever. <laughs> did you tell him? No. Did you tell anyone? Yes, I told <laughs> everyone. <laughs> dude, you're fucking. You're savage. If you were a good person, you'd get that shit to yourself. I was like 15, and I was like, not this is people. not a good image. <laughs> First of all, it wouldn't be a good image no matter how old you are. I know. Jesus. Um, oh, oh, and this is actually the worst story that I can tell about drugs. This is a story that I tell like almost everyone. So back in high school, this was like sophomore year in my English class, I was given a brownie. Stupid me ate the whole brownie. And you can already tell what kind of fucking brownie it was, guys. Yes, it was a weed brownie. And Thank you for walking us through that. <laughs> I think it was like second period. And then when it got to fourth period, it was my computer science class. And um, I think an hour had passed by this time. And um, I realized I was like tripping the fuck out. And um, I went to the bathroom, splashed water on my face, realized I couldn't breathe. It was lunchtime. I was like, guys... I'm, like, fucking faded. And so, like, I started running to the nurse's office, and everything just started, like, spinning. Oh, like, yeah. You got I was, like, spins. I was in, like, slow motion, like, frames. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, like, it's like the shutter, like, yes. the strobe effect. Yes, yeah. it was, like, the fucking strobe effect. And then I start, started seeing neon Christmas trees start oh, fucking coming fuck? out of the ground. Jesus. What was in this fucking brownie, bro? I'll tell you guys in a bit. So... <laughs> Then I ended up in the nurse's office, passed out because I was seeing a tunnel of light as I was blacking out. And I was like, oh my God, it's it's Jesus. It's fucking God. And I was like an atheist. I'm an atheist at this point. And I'm like, oh my God, wait, maybe God is real. So I started praying. I was like, oh my God, please, I'm so sorry for everything. And so then they sent me um in an ambulance so i'm being wheeled out into the ambulance during lunch period and all these kids are seeing me being wheeled out of the school in the ambulance and i get taken to my parents hospital because my both of my parents work at the same hospital my dad's like some director dude my mom's a nurse and so um my parents saw me at the hospital my mom was like freaking the fuck out she's crying she doesn't know what the fuck's wrong with me i was incomprehensible i couldn't talk i'm high as shit and then my dad is just like what the fuck and then Mm -hmm. i get transferred to a downtown hospital and then they gave me a cat scan damn they um ran all these tests on me and they're like you have thc in your system and i was like Oh, what? oh, really? Didn't know. <laughs> and is then, that what that is? <laughs> yeah. And then they said you have methamphetamines in your system too. So there was fucking oh meth my in my God. fucking brownie. Oh, and then they had to give me a Zans because my heart rate was at one ninety beats per like oh, minute. Shit. So I almost had a heart attack. Oh Yo, my God. I almost died. How pissed were your parents? Oh, my parents were so pissed. <laughs> Damn. Wait, but what happened to the other people that ate the brownie? Oh, they're fine. Oh, what the fuck? I didn't saw crackheads, so. Jesus. Oh, my God. That did not happen to me. I got high in class one time because I smoked during Mm -hmm. lunch, and then I had an English test right after. 
Dude, it was a substitute teacher, but I fucking fell asleep during the test. Like, <laughs> straight up, like, I was holding my pencil with my hand in my, like, yeah, in my arm. Yeah, you that pose where you Yeah, like, like the pose I was, like, I was, like, like, my hand in my head, like, my head in my hand, and then the pencil just, like, barely on my finger. And then the substitute teacher came by, and she's like, are you okay? There's 10 minutes left. And there was nothing on my paper. And it was, like, a written test. Oh, my God. So, obviously, I flunked that. Um, yeah, so... I mean, the first time I smoked, though, I was fucking polite. I smoked out a highlighter, bro. <laughs> what? Dude, yeah. Like, so you also take get the, the highlighter, highlighter and you fumes? take. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh. God, no. No, you take, like, the, the ink part uh-huh. out, and then you basically use the, just the plastic part as, like, the piece. The tube. And then you carve a hole in there, put the aluminum foil, and then you smoke it like that, uh, like a pipe. Dude, oh, it was creative. Actually, I used yeah, to have you... a water bottle bong, like, yeah, gravity in the bong. hole. And then you had that metal um, piece from, like, a wrench, and you put it at the top of, like, mm-hmm. the pen cap. Yeah. yeah. Smoke it like that. Um, the gravity bong. And stuff. Oh, I've smoked out of apples. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. uh huh. Fruit. You smoked out you a lot of. You creative in high school. No, you can't go into a fucking smoke shop and get a piece. Yeah. Oh, what did like, you say, Jack? I did have a banana before. A banana? What? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> how? My ex one time, he just like, I want to try it out of a banana. Wait, I'm but like, with the okay. peel on, so it still stays kind of formed. No, like he did it with the soft just the banana. Fruit. He was like poking holes in it and doing this and making it into a pipe. I was right, like, so okay. I think for research purposes, we should try to smoke out of a banana. Yeah, <laughs> do you want to try smoking out of banana? There's been a lot of like different fruits. There's a sweet potato, a yam. I can see that because they're hard, yeah. but like a banana just falls. Yeah, that apart. one, I don't think it worked that well oh. though. Wait, I Jack. mean, we tried. There was a video on Twitter. You just wanted to see you suck a banana. <laughs> I know, honestly. <laughs> so there is this video on Twitter. I think you should try it, where you fill the bong water instead of water. It's Lacroix. Oh, does it do? Does it do something? It, like, they said it tastes better. It's like fizzy water. Ooh, actually, I'm gonna try that. Go downstairs, buy a Lacroix tonight, and smoke try. out of it tonight. <laughs> Please try it out. <laughs> Let me know if it tastes any different. Yeah, I'm actually kind of curious now. I wanna know. <laughs> but did you have any interesting like drug stories to do with Dude, like your childhood? Honestly, I did not do any drugs in high school. Oh, that's right. You started yeah. in college, right? I started in college, mm. so even then, like the only thing I had was probably weed, and then like. They never really caught me smoking, but one time my friend left this like broken bowl piece because she was gonna take it to go get it fixed, but she forgot and she left it in my car. And I switched cars with my parents, and then they were like, "We have to talk to you later." And I'm like, "Okay, wait, what the fuck? What, did I do something?" And I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, "Did I leave anything? Did I do anything? Like, was there anything sketch that could have made them want to talk to me?" I'm like, no, like I've made sure that I never left anything. So I thought they were bluffing. And I was like, oh, this, this woman, what is she doing? What is she talking about? Is she lying? <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I go up and talk to her. And she she's like sitting at the table and she pulls out the bowl piece <gasps> and puts it on the table. Damn. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. And in that moment, I was like, okay, I better fucking lie my ass out of this. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, it's my friend. She was in my car and she left it there and blah, 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 blah. And like, they basically kind of figured that I smoke because it's like, if I have friends that smoke, then I'm probably also smoking. So yeah. they kind of figured that out. And like, I think they just thought like, ignorance is bliss. And they're like, as long as we don't need to hear about it or know about it and you don't yeah. do it in front of us, then like, 
just don't ever bring it up you know well, that's nice because my parents are traumatized from the fact i ate a pot brownie so they think all weed <laughs> is bad they're like the well, devil's yeah, lettuce had fucking methamphetamine in it yeah, i don't know how the fuck that one <laughs> i don't know if they just sprinkled meth on that shit or something. i really like, don't some powdered know. sugar Ooh, meth okay yeah. but that's expensive why would why would you do that I know. isn't meth cheap though that's why there's a lot of meth in yeah but it's like it wouldn't be cost effective for you mm. to sprinkle it into your brownie. I can let you get, maybe they want you to be addicted to the brownie. Uh, this shit's fucking crazy. Have yeah. you all seen fucking Christmas trees come out of the ground? Yeah. I don't I think you think can that. eat meth like that though. You're supposed to smoke it. I know. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know how I got methamphetamines in my system. I no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically all the stuff I did for mine. Um, I think they just kind of knew eventually that I smoked a lot because when I the house I lived at in college, we basically called it the House of Kush, <laughs> and it, it was funny because the house was actually green too, oh. so <laughs> it made sense. And then they would come visit me, and it's like all my roommates smoke they were bigger potheads than Than i was they had bongs they had cigarettes they had everything so my house smelled like smoke 24 7 (laughs) and when they had to come visit me i bought so much fucking febreze like i probably should have got a sponsor deal out of that honestly (laughs) i bought so much and i like torched that shit with febreze and they would come and they would still smell weed so i was just like oh my god like you guys already know you know yeah you know it's funny um jack posted or she showed i forgot where it was but jack's mom knew that jack had bronchitis so like her mom texted her saying you need to stop smoking e-cigarettes and weed oh yeah because i heard some of the symptoms are coughing and she put it in all caps and then i said i had a fever and she's like and a fever in all caps and i'm like oh my god like i can still get sick and not be dying from e-cigs yeah you're not yeah. allowed to have bronchitis. I think she thinks that I smoke, like, primarily jewels, like, a shit ton, which I used to, but not as much. But I don't think she realizes that I smoke more weed than I do, yeah. like, e-cigs and stuff like that, you know? So, hopefully, sorry, Mom, please don't ever listen to this. <laughs> please don't ever listen to this. I mean, I used to smoke a lot of weed, but I don't think I really, really enjoyed it because... Back then, mm. we were, I was smoking shit weed. We called it corn oh. or Reggie. Mm. That's what it's called. That's what it's called shit weed. Like, it's like super cheap weed that's like dry as shit and disgusting oh, like and shake. it doesn't give you good high. So, I think because of that, I just don't like smoking anymore because it gives me headaches. Yeah, because if you smoke shake, which is all the like yeah. clippings and leftover shit, right. that it it gives you a headache. being high for you. So, yeah. I think that just oh, yeah. ruined it forever for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I used to smoke just because it was like cool. Everybody else did it. And so, mm-hmm. but I would never feel good afterwards. Like, I would just eat a, a shitload and then like fall asleep. But the world would always like tilt. Like... <laughs> I'd have yeah, to, I yeah. literally had to stand at an angle because I thought that that's the only way I could balance myself. Oh my God. Yeah, it was horrible. So to this day, I mean, I like smoke sometimes, but mm. really not, not so much because yeah. it still gives me like a twinge of headache. Because I feel mm. like if you don't smoke weed a lot, it, it gives you, it makes you dizzy. Yeah. And like it, the world is like, yeah, the world tilts. Moving. It's like uncomfortable because I feel like I have vertigo. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, weed was pretty much the only thing I did. And then it was, it's funny because growing up, like in middle school, like I was like 
so anti-drugs like mm. i was like before going to high school i was like i would never be friends with someone who does drugs you know what's so funny in um eighth grade i hung out with a group of friends and they would um what would they do oh they would take they would smoke cigarettes in the bathroom during lunch and they would um smoke weed and take bars at school your school's oh, wild. Geez. I went to a very white school. Oh, if mine anything, was white as fuck. Oxy's. <laughs> mine no. was white as fuck, but we're out in, like, the fucking country road, oh, man. Oh, mine no. were all Asians, so, like, even though I didn't do any of this, I knew p- other people were doing it. Yeah. Shit ton of people house rolled oh, in high yeah. school. Like, a Oh, yeah. Ton. I had to, like, outsource to find friends like that. So, in high school, I did... I went to a lot of raves. Like, my first rave was in 2010. I went to ADC in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dude, the tickets back then were $60 at the door. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so cheap. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fun times. Like, I, I only went with one other friend because he was, like, he was dealing. And he paid for my ticket because he needed my boobs and my bra to carry his drugs. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was, like, my first exposure. And I had rolled for the first time ever. And I thought I was, I was like, I was like, don't give me a lot. Like, I don't want to die. I took like half of a single press pill mm-hmm. and it was so much fun <laughs> that I was like later on, I was like, give me another half, give me another half, and then another one. <laughs> so that started a very downward spiral of like loving rolling. And then Megan just time. went, yeah, yeah, mm. the fucking press pills. Mm. My first uh, time rolling was not like was not fun at all. Mine I, wasn't either. I took a quarter oh, really? at a music festival for the first time, and it was very bad because that was the first time I saw my ex oh. since we broke up. So that should happen, and then all this stuff. And then towards the end, I was like twitching. That sucks. It was your like first time bad. is like you're supposed to be your best time because yeah. your body's never been exposed to that before, and you have like literally all your serotonin is just like blasting mm. out of your system. But it was so fun because I didn't know anybody else at the festival except for my friend. And we were like having a blast. We met a bunch of people. We had no idea how we were going to get home. No ride. But we like hitched a ride with these people. Went to their house. Slept over. And then like ended up like there was no Uber back then. Okay. So we had to like figure out how to get home somehow. But it was kind of crazy. Like that was was, like the best time of my life because it was just like kind of like one Uh of those things that you don't plan but it happens and it ends up being amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Yeah, I ended up so from, I think that was 2010, like 10th grade. So hmm. end of 10th grade-ish. So I was like 16 and you had to be 17 to go to raves at this time. Oh, so I had to okay. use a fake ID to get into a 17 and up rave. And so good thing, you know, good thing it's been over five years, you know, statute of limitations. <laughs> Since you roll? Uh, no, no, no. Since that happened. Like I'm oh, like talking mm. about illegally entering a rave and oh. like the rolling and shit. I just remember my first time rolling. It was actually last year. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I forgot yeah. it was recent. Yeah. It was with Dean, our photographer, videographer man, which I mean, is, you know. We're but, just exposing him. I know. So um, he convinced me to take um, a press pill. Um, what do they call them here in California? Just tabs here, oh, right? Euros? No, no, no. Just call it yeah. pills, right? Yeah, press like, pills. They call it like euros or domestics. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Euros is the cleaner one, and domestic is the dirtier one. Oh. Yeah, and so um, I was having a good time rolling until my boyfriend at the time started texting me, getting angry at me because he, I didn't tell him immediately that I was going to roll. And so he ruined like my roll, but I was still having a good time with my friends. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, my roll was ruined yeah, because he was angry at yeah, me. You're thinking about it in like the back of your head. Oh yeah, it'll bug you. Yeah. Stuff like when you're on drugs, like simple mm-hmm. things like that will definitely like bug the. And shit. I was having anxiety from yeah. him like being pissed. Oh at yeah, me. it'll 
it'll multiply your anxiety. Yeah, because it just like magnifies your emotions. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're feeling, you shouldn't roll if you're like sad. Yeah, I like it will make it worse. Talking about rolling so openly when Abby doesn't even. <laughs> I was sent her this costume idea of being three blind mice on Halloween, and she was like, "That's so controversial. You shouldn't dress up as a disability." You know, like us talking about fucking rolling and taking press pills isn't controversial. Oh my God. I mean, what? Asians fucking We're just gonna roll. delete this. We're yeah, gonna just, delete it. Somebody's gonna transcribe this footage. shit again. <laughs> Chow rolls. <laughs> Chow is addicted to rolling. But guys, I haven't because um, I did it for so I did it so much, and like obviously a drug like that that um, pretty much burns out your like serotonin receptors. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you become very depressed yeah, after yeah. doing it so long. And so I had to quit because it was like. After a while, I started taking it, and I wasn't even having a good time. I would get, like, anxiety attacks. I would, oh. like, shakes. Like, it would, and then I'd be, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, you're supposed to be very loving. And, like, yeah. I would, like, be, like, don't touch me. Like, stay mm. away from me. I would be in the back of, like, the rave, like, sitting mm-hmm. where nobody else was sitting and just, like, being by myself. Mm-hmm. And I think I kept doing that because I was hoping that it was just a bad pill. But then uh-huh. I started realizing it's just, like, my body is not uh, accepting okay. it anymore. So I had quit for, like, three or four years. Mm-hmm. And then you got to build back the serotonin, you know, and, you know, my brain cells come back a little bit, but, um, basically like my parents never obviously that, I mean, I'm pretty sure they knew I was like somewhat into drugs because there was some very like questionable instances. Mm-hmm. I looked like a crackhead. <laughs> I would literally come home rolling and I had like a plush uh, bed sheet back then. It was like very soft microfiber kind of thing. I would come home and just like snow angel myself and watch live show videos on YouTube. <laughs> I just imagine like your parents walking by your room and they're like staring at you and they're like, mm. they and they not, just they keep never it, and they just walk away and, and they're like and, Megan shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know if I ever talked to my parents while I was rolling, but mm-hmm. I do know that like, you know, when that face that you have when you're rolling, yeah. you don't, you don't think you're making that face, but it's ugly. Like, it's when your eyes are rolling. Yeah. When your eyes are like bit. open wider than they should yeah. be. And then you're just like talking really fast and like your mouth is making very like like (laughs) movements like it's just the face that you know someone's rolling so now if i see someone like doing it i'm just like dude that's what plur stands for people look ugly rolling (laughs) (laughs) you really do it bro um but i mean thankfully it's peace love unity respect people look ugly rolling (laughs) but thankfully i never got caught with that stuff because that would be a totally different I would have got a beat down. <laughs> yeah. I would not be alive today. But I guess um, I guess another thing that I think people have questions about is what about your parents' idea of you dating outside of your race? Oh, guys, let me just tell you this. There's a lot of racism when it comes to fucking old traditional Jesus, like, yes. Asian culture for some reason. I really don't know why, honestly. And if mm-hmm. anyone does know, like within Jack or Megan, please let me know. But I remember my um, grandma... She told me and my little sister that she would rather die before one of us married a black person. Oh, oh my. Yo. <laughs> oh, and then my sister, she was dating a Colombian Mexican guy for a while. And my grandma said, why are you dating him? He's going to grow up to be a wife beater and a drug dealer. Okay. And mind you, my yeah. sister's um, ex-boyfriend, he was the like most... Like vanilla, whitewashed, like Hispanic person I've ever met in my life. He was so kind. It's just, 
an old because they come from countries that are so concentrated yeah. with people that look like them and they want to keep it that way almost like like asians like asians in general aren't very unified together as a group yeah like all the asians with like chinese people koreans japanese all that like all of them like low key. Some of them don't like each other. Like they're yeah, not no. unified yeah, we talk as shit a about group. It. Yeah, yeah. We, every every Asian country talks shit mm-hmm. about the other. Yeah, exactly. And so it's even worse when you bring in other people. And, yeah. and the whole dark skin thing. Like even when yep. you're dark skinned Asian, you're being hated mm-hmm. on. So yep. as yeah. someone, if you're bringing but, a black person into the family, that's you know like I think it's a it's I mean from old ways like having white skin means you're yeah. rich you're wealthy no, yeah. high status my par- like my grandparents they would always yell at me and they're like you're getting so dark like don't be in the sun yeah. and i'm just like people like this in america yeah and they said <laughs> you look like a farmer girl yeah. like a someone who works dirty. on the farm and yeah. i'm like oh my god chill yeah and i'm just like it's so crazy because like over here it's like you want to be tan mm-hmm. you want to be dark like that's the look but at the end of the day it's like you know, there's this, this like, such racism in Asian culture. And I think it's, like, our job to kind of change it. I definitely changed my parents' perspective of it. Like, mm-hmm. my sister has half Jamaican kids. Or, mm-hmm. like, quarter Jamaican, quarter white. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my mom, for the longest time, so she thought that having mixed children means basically having health problems like you would inherit more health issues from both like from both sides like dirtying the blood yeah Yeah. she would say like dirtying the blood Mm -hmm. and so i had to basically educate her and be like actually mixed kids are generally healthier because Mm -hmm. they're taking the best traits it's survival of the fittest darwinism Mm -hmm. whatever and you know you get those traits usually like you don't i mean you get sick because of like genetics problems, maybe like, mm-hmm. like my nieces have yeah. hemophilia. That can That's happen not with any race, though. Yeah. Exactly. And oh, yeah, so let me add on to the whole like you know Asians are afraid of like having dark skin and shit. Um, my mom would scrub me with papaya whitening soap oh, as a kid. Oh we had like tons of whitening so and i know that's such a that's such a apparent thing in in philip in the philippines i know that for sure because you have like dark skinned filipinos yeah but then you also have like the really white ones and they're always perceived as way more beautiful Mm -hmm. and like when you have like miss philippines in miss in miss universe or whatever Mm -hmm. they're always light-skinned let me tell you this funny story so one of my um black co-workers she um found out about the papaya whitening soap she asked me about it I told her about it and i was like yeah my mom scrubbed the shit out of me with that when i was younger and i was like basically bleaching my skin and so she was like oh my god i need a way to bleach my asshole <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so okay. we went to, i took her to the filipino store and we got the whitening soap does it work oh she said it worked yeah, oh, really? it lightened up her asshole. She's like, Abby. Wait, what is in the I'm gonna, soap? I'm going I'm to I'm lighten up my asshole now. <laughs> yeah, it's she all said, good this soap. is amazing. My asshole just got shades lighter. Yeah. Oh At first, um, when I was younger, my mom was very insistent on me marrying, dating Chinese mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. She her Her reasoning was so that she could communicate with them, like... Because, like, both my parents' English isn't the greatest, and so that they could actually yeah. talk to the guy mm-hmm. I'm with. But then I informed her that I do not like Chinese boys. 
it's it's a thing like i don't know why every chinese boy i've met is a very like uh-huh. pretentious almost yeah i mean they just it's it's kind of like i know chinese boys and they just have this kind of like pompous attitude like i'm um, better than you kind of like this is for money bags <laughs> oh we know yeah is money bags chinese uh-huh oh his last <laughs> name's the same as mine but like a different version of it uh oh yeah. okay okay so yeah so it's kind of like that like they're always very like show-offish very much about like their wealth status other than i mean of course there's your exception mm-hmm. but those are the majority of what i meet um but yeah, I, I told her that I don't like Chinese boys, but then she's then she's like, okay, Asian's fine. But then after a while, like after I was in, like I think graduated college, she started seeing like half Asian, half white babies. And she was like, you should have one of those. <laughs> she was like, I really want a blue-eyed grandbaby. I was like, you know, that's like really recessive, right? Like you're not gonna really, that doesn't happen much. Like it's mostly brown eyes. Yeah. So that's kind of where she's transitioned to but i've slowly been working in the whole like mom i like black guys <laughs> I what did she say though i think the first time i mentioned it it was like she was asking me like are you dating anyone does anyone like you and i was uh-huh. like oh yeah this one guy likes me and she's like oh like who is he like what is he you know and i was like oh he's black and she's like she just, like, she just stopped talking <laughs> and she's like well you're just friends <laughs> <laughs> and she's like just be friends and i could tell i was like and i called her out for it mm-hmm. too because now i'm not really so afraid of like the repercussions of like getting yelled at or lectured yeah, and i was kind of like mom that's that's fucking racist like yeah and so i think i kind of got that idea into her and then she's just like you know what like now it's at a point where she's like as long as you're happy mm-hmm. and someone that makes you happy and not miserable then yeah. she's okay with it yeah and, that's kind of like mine too yeah. originally my mom was like I only want you to date like a Taiwanese boy and maybe a Chinese boy is okay. And then I'll tell you, she's like, no Koreans. And then she's just, I don't know what it is. Like Taiwan people do not like Koreans. Koreans. Yeah, they do not. So she was like, no Koreans. And especially after my ex, she was definitely like, no Koreans. Oh, he was Korean? Mm Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, I think I slowly started adapting her to like the fact that I'm into black guys because like... I've always been kind of, like, scared to actually, like, date a black guy because, like, Same. like say, like, if it actually, go, like, got into something serious and then I actually had to introduce them and, like, they, they would not be okay with yeah. it, you know? It's, it was so taboo. Like, I think my whole life I've been highly attracted to black guys. Like, one of my first crushes was Chris Brown. Like, come on. <laughs> and then Trey Songs, I was like, I'm wet. <laughs> but then, it, like, when it came down to, like, black guys would like ask me mm-hmm. out and i would just be like um yeah no. like i was scared mm-hmm. almost and i think i finally just made the jump into yeah. it because yeah i like tested it a little bit in high school because um this guy who is half filipino and half black but he looked more black and he asked me to go like he didn't officially ask me to go to homecoming but he was like like you know playing with the idea and like wanted to let me know and then I asked my mom just to see if she would even let me go and I she's like with who and then I told her and then I showed a picture and she's like no you can't go and I was like are you serious and she let me go with an Asian guy like it just I couldn't go with him and I'm like oh my god like you're literally like racist like why are you doing this and then like my mom would just be like I don't care like that's just the way I am and then I think like now slowly I've just been saying like Oh, because some of my other cousins, they've kind of, like, come out 
as like gay or all that stuff so I think she's starting to realize that like dating is not the way it was yeah. when she like was growing up yeah you know? you're not dating just to reproduce yeah. children that look yeah. like you anymore so it's like you you date because of like you know who you're interested in yeah. and all that and you just like you can be interested in other people you right. know so I think she slowly started to realize that and because also in that in SMAD there was like a post or not in SMAD sorry I'm like thinking the wrong shit but some facebook post it was where some asian girl posted a picture of her and her like black boyfriend i'm doing yeah. makeup <laughs> oh really yeah yeah and we she, became friends over that post oh shit yeah. yeah she posted a post of them and saying how like you know giving like advice to people saying like if you have um, parents that are not accepting of like other races just know that it took me a long time and like if my parents didn't like my boyfriend either and like eventually like they love him more than anything now you know yeah. so I showed that post to my mom and she was like are you trying to tell me something like do you like black guys is that what you're saying <laughs> and I'm like I know like I'm not saying like that's the only people I like but I just want you to know like that I do think they're attractive so like it is an option and I don't want you to be surprised yeah. you know yeah. it's yeah. just opening their minds to more because yeah. I, my parents have known that I have a thing for Hispanic guys too so mm-hmm. like they've already been open to that and then they like my mom's okay obviously okay with white guys and then it's the last thing was kind of like mom like mm-hmm. what if I end up with a black guy like and so I yeah. know I think we've like I think uh, people have also gotten backlash for being like, well, why do you like black guys because they mm-hmm. have big dicks or because they're yeah. good in bed? I'm like, well, it's kind of just like mm-hmm. so we can love whoever we want. Like you yeah. know, like I find them attractive because mm-hmm. there's certain features about them that like yeah, it's like I don't know their preference. It, it's it's just preference. It's not just because of skin color. It's like literally like I think they're just really attractive. Mm-hmm. So just like people can admire like Asians without actually having an Asian fetish. It's just yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. don't be creepy about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I think the whole, I, we've got a lot of questions with like the whole white male, Asian female kind of. Oh, like that kind thing. of couple. We see that we've gotten now. a lot of questions about that. Like people ask people a lot. Like, They're like, "Why, why do Asian do you girls always yeah. end up with white guys?" Mm-hmm. There's some Asian girls that are like the you know those kind where they're like they're like. I love boba, like blah blah blah, like the the one that like puts themselves down. Yeah, yeah. There's some those a lot of those like white guys, and then there's some that just like it just happens. yeah, it just happens. It but, just happens, yeah. But the thing is, I want people to realize that the mo- I think the majority of Asian girls that I know are dating Asian guys. Yeah. It's just the one in the few. Like, yeah, you get these angry ass guys who are like, "We're losing our women to the white guys." I'm like, "No, you're not. You're not. You're mad that that girl specifically that mm-hmm. you liked is dating a white man, and you're blaming it on yes. race. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. suck it up. You just yeah. lost out to a better dude. Period. Because I've seen a lot of Asian guys with white girls too yeah Yeah. it's just it's becoming a more mixed thing and i think it's also just this inherent like racism that you're getting from yes like your parents almost Mm -hmm. like you're just not okay with seeing races mixing which is kind of fucked up like Mm -hmm. yes there are some girls that kind of fall into this whole like this white guy has an asian fetish and i'm okay Mm -hmm. with it kind of thing yeah to each his own i say i wouldn't like obviously it's not helping us (laughs) but at the end of the day you're teaching another person about culture 
I think yeah. that's beneficial either way. Remember, guys, a fetish and a preference are two completely different things. Yeah. Okay. A fetish is something that you just have to have mm. to like turn you on sexually, but preference is just features that you just like about someone. But you know, like I can still date an Asian guy. I'm not saying that I would never, but I'm saying like most of the time I would find my eyes like if you lined up all like all these guys, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that guy's attractive. Like yeah. But mm-hmm. anyways, apart from that, I think we have covered all of our growing up Asian and all the problems we've had with that. Oh, yeah, and for sure. There was a lot. Yeah, and we've covered, maybe touched on a little bit of the trauma. <laughs> a sprinkling of it. A sprinkle of meth. A sprinkle of meth and trauma in this episode. Um, but now, that brings us to our favorite time. Question And we'll just answer, like, a few, or we'll just answer them pretty fast since we're out of time, but we never want to miss out on question time. Because we love it. (laughs) It's fun. So, Jack, um, kick it off. Ooh, okay. What is a good way to not get stuck in the friend zone? Be open and just tell that bitch. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Also, take him on, like, bomb-ass dates. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) well, the guy I'm seeing right now, it's funny because he was, like, he told me openly. He's, like, I had to keep you interested, so I kept taking you to these things. He took me to this, like, virtual reality place. Dude, that was so dope when you were telling me about it. Yo, like, I was, like, and then we took literally to the, like, best restaurant I've ever been to in my life. Uh Faith and Flower, guys. Amazing. (laughs) And not that I was trying to friend zone him, but that definitely Uh pushed him to the non-friend zone side for sure. And it's, like, I think a lot of guys are afraid being, like, oh, I'm going to waste my money if I take Mm -hmm. this girl on a nice date and she friend zoned me. Don't think about it like that. Like, put yeah. your 100% in and try your best. If she doesn't want you, then maybe mm-hmm. it's, you move on. Like, now you know. But, like, don't think about it as, like, some guys are like, oh, I, I wasted my money. You yeah. spent it on yourself, too, dude. Yeah. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. It's an experience that you share together. Yeah. And you should be able to read people well enough to know if someone's using you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That should be somewhat of a skill, you know. Mm-hmm. But don't jump to conclusions. I just say take them on really good dates. Not it doesn't you don't have to like spend a shitload of money, but at least just make it fun. Mm. But next question: Do girls kiss and tell? I mean, we do on this fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> obviously. Trust me, Dude. all girls kiss and tell. We yeah. after we go on a date and suck your dick or whatever, we call a restaurant right after. Yeah, like it'd be like Jack, Megan. Yeah, if suck this guy's conference dick, call now. Yeah. <laughs> conference call right now. We definitely talk. Mm-hmm. Just, but you know what, guys do too. So yeah, everyone yeah. kisses. You best and believe tells. any stupid shit you say, we screenshot oh. that shit. It oh, goes yeah. in the group chat. I've accidentally <laughs> screenshotted the conversation and sent it to the guy before <laughs> he no, was like why did you screenshot no, that i was like that's that's when you said it, you should be like oh do you see the shit that you just said right now i know <laughs> i told i was like i i was like you i was like what you said was so appalling i had to show somebody <laughs> but it's funny because me jack and megan's group chat is just a bunch of ho-ass shit <laughs> that we just share with each other I'm like, oh, this guy, this guy's profile, this guy's profile. Like, hey guys, this guy slid in my DMs. Hey guys, this guy I'm matched with, this guy I'm talking to. Like, look at this, the picture of this guy. Like, <laughs> oh, look at the guy. He just sent me a picture of his dick. Look oh, at yeah, it. we definitely put that in there. Oh, yeah. If you we send all, dick pics, they are going yeah, in the group chat. We all rate it. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll be like, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> One out of five. <laughs> what are those bumps? <laughs> Um, so what do girls think of guys that eat ass? Let me just say my best friend 
eats men's asses and you know guys what? are just like whoa not this best friend <laughs> <laughs> not that one my friend back home in texas she would eat men's asses mm-hmm. not yeah. a thing i don't think i, I, I don't have think. gotten mine once and it yeah. was a weird feeling really? like i think i've got mine while like they were eating me out and it actually feels really good like it's a I, it's like almost like you're like um. no, I feel gross for I don't, them but I'm just like I mean if you don't mind like I'm just like go dude, ahead when, I was like I don't know if I did I poop today <laughs> Guys, I've no never, I always make sure like I took a shower if oh, only okay. those times I've never gotten my ass eaten before I've only it's had like a guy like <laughs> just had a guy put his finger up my butthole oh my oh, yeah. god well here we go uh, get Abby's ass eaten 2020 <laughs> A 2019 or 2020 i'm scared. so new guy if you're listening she needs this experience i don't know i'm not like i it's not a criteria for someone to be like if they eat ass or not i'm yeah. not gonna be like oh eat, you don't yeah. eat ass then you don't get yeah. this pussy like it's not a requirement yeah, yeah. it's just kind of like let it's me like know a, before you do it so you can like, <laughs> make sure it's clean. I'll just, I'll just, I don't know. I'll, oh my God, no. Have you heard of that story where I was on Twitter and some guy was like eating some girl's ass and then he was like, I felt something on my tongue and it was a piece of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yo, that is fucking disgusting. <laughs> I would be, I would just kill myself after that. Girls, always <laughs> excuse yourself to the bathroom and wash that shit under the sink or yes. something. Just give before. it a little cleansing yes. wipe, you know? Pro tip, carry, carry wet wipes in yes, your Yes, those are really, really useful. Non-scented. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's healthier yeah. for your vagina. Scented things are bad for your vagina. Yes. yes, pH levels gotta stay, you know, neutral, guys. Mm-hmm. Did you know? I so I went to go see my doctor for the IUD thing, mm-hmm. and she was like, the best way to treat like any type of irritation is to put like a shot of apple cider vinegar in a glass of water mm-hmm. and like put it on your vagina. Oh, it helps with like I guess it helps with like the bacteria balance mm-hmm. or the pH okay. balance. So all of us are going to go home and wash our vaginas with apple cider vinegar. vinegar. Diluted. Megan and I are in our apartment. We're just going to have a bottle of apple cider vinegar in the bathroom. I'm going to go Somebody's going to be like, do you have apple cider vinegar for like my salad? And we're like, yeah, it's in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Mm, I don't really know if you should be using that But if you're our friend, you should listen to our podcast and you would know why it's in the bathroom. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So (laughs) that concludes our episode today in mm-hmm. our two-part program on asian families i'm so sorry mm-hmm. for sniffling throughout this whole episode guys i promise i'll be better next week hopefully mm-hmm. but also do not forget to follow us on instagram at smad show um follow <laughs> our podcast subscribe rate us five stars and leave us a review oh damn i sound fucking Abby dead, looks guys. so defeated <laughs> so defeated and also mm. Tell your fucking friends. <laughs> yes, tell your fucking tell friends. everybody. Guys. Just not your parents. Yeah, not your parents. <laughs> but we enjoy you guys. Thank you for your DMs and letting us know that you enjoy mm-hmm. our podcast. It brings warmth to our hearts. Really and this does. is why we record even though it's Sunday night and Abby is sick of shit. And I will be editing this tonight and tomorrow. Guys. Yep. <laughs> we have, she has like a 24 hour period to edit this. I know. Thank you, <laughs> Absters. Thank you, Abby. Shout out to you. Shout out to you guys for 
coming out tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Jacqueline, for living here. Thank you just for bringing our presence. <laughs> Thank you for all of your presences. <laughs> presence. Your presence is a present. Yes. <laughs> but like we end every single show. Sorry, Sorry mom, mom and dad. dad. Ugh.